Today in Journey in the Word devotional, we will discover the kind of everyday life God has designed us to live. Hi, I'm Jenny Hamlin, and we are excited to have you join us today for this devotional from 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12, as we look at how to live our best life every day. This is the final installment for this study, but over the last five weeks, we said that living your best life every day is about setting the right example, investing your life in others, encouraging others daily, pursuing a life of purity, and continuing to love more and more. Today, we want to see how living a quiet life and letting others see Jesus in us is truly how others will come to know Jesus. Someone said, Live in such a way that those who know you but don't know God will come to know God because they know you. Join us in 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12 as we journey in the Word. Here's Craig. Well, hello everyone. You know, over the last five weeks, our devotionals have focused on living your best life every day. And we've basically done a flyover of 1 Thessalonians, diving in here and there for some specific instructions. Now, last week, Paul encouraged the believers to love more and more, and out of that love for others, they would live in such a way that made their life contagious. And that's where these two little verses in chapter 4 come in. Paul continues his exhortation for them to love more and more by saying this, that the, the believers here needed to aspire to live quietly and to mind their own affairs and to do work with their own hands as they instructed them. So that, he says, so that you may work properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. So here we have a striking oxymoron. As John Stott says, to make it your ambition to have no ambition. (laughs) You know, the problem with these particular believers was that they were idle. They were really, they really had nothing to do. And for them, that was exciting. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. In your fast-paced, crazy lives, possibly with children demanding your attention, obligations continuously being pushed aside for the tyranny, the urgent, and never a moment just to relax, you would welcome some idleness in your lives. But there's a difference between idleness and rest. These believers were not simply taking a break. They were actively idle. What does that mean, to be actively idle? Well, Paul explains in the second letter, when he says in 2 Thessalonians 3, 11 through 12, He says, for we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Now, such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to work in quiet fashion and eat their own bread. You see, this is why Paul says for them to mind their own business. They were running around gossiping, slandering, ruining relationships, and freeloading off the people in the city, many of whom were unbelievers who looked at these Christians as lazy gossips. You know, the last thing a Christian should, should be known for is a lazy gossip. But when we're idle and have nothing to do but get in other people's business, we fall into the trap of Satan. How often do we see this on Facebook or any kind of social media where people spend so much time looking into and commenting on people's opinions and starting cyber wars that often get ugly? And a Christian must not get tangled up with such things as this. John MacArthur commented, 
Paul's antidote for such unwise, undisciplined behavior was that the Thessalonians worked diligently and faithfully at their jobs, stay out of other people's business, and lead quiet, unobtrusive lives that serve fellow believers and glorify the Lord before unbelievers. The purpose underlying Paul's exhortation on work and motivating all his other injunctions to love, to live quietly, and to mind their own business was evangelistic so that the Thessalonians would behave properly toward outsiders. You see, for him, the key to evangelism was the integrity Christians manifest to a sinful, confused, and agitated world. When believers display diligent work attitudes and, and habits and live in, in, a, in a loving and tranquil manner that respects others' privacy and does not intrude or gossip, it constitutes a powerful testimony to unbelievers and makes the gospel credible. You know, guys, I grew up in a time when evangelism was a weekly event going door to door and sharing a gospel outline with anyone who would listen. People couldn't observe our lives, but, uh, and that's basically because uh, we had just met them, and our conduct, guys, was not on display for them to see the radical transformation Jesus had made in us or how we handled difficult situations in the power of the Holy Spirit or how we used our words that either would build up or tear down. We were on a mission to share the gospel and hopefully pray the prayer with someone going back to the church with a great story. Now, I will say this. Over the years, in that context, we did see many people respond to the gospel authentically and follow through by truly giving their life to Christ and walking with Christ. Revival services, crusades, and yes, even door-to-door or street evangelism has been used by the Lord to reach thousands and perhaps millions of people. But without question, the greatest witness has been the ordinary, peace-filled, quiet, hardworking life of a man or woman completely sold out to faith in Jesus Christ. It's not the person who has the smoothest delivery or the most charismatic demeanor or the most charming personality or the person who knows the most Bible verses that is the greatest and most effective witness for Jesus Christ. It is the man or woman who quietly and diligently works their job, stays out of everyone's business, and exhibits the character of Christ that God uses to reach the most hardened sinner. You may think that God cannot use you to reach a world for Christ because you do not have a world worldwide ministry or you can't memorize a, a hundred Bible verses or you can't preach like Billy Graham or you don't have a, a million followers to your podcast or any number of things that you feel like you need for God to truly use you. But my friend, you want to if you want to live really your best life every single day, live a simple life that is dedicated to letting Jesus shine through you in the ordinary routines of the day. It's in those ordinary moments where you enter in to someone's trouble, where you enter in to to, to speak a word of kindness, that you can do an extraordinary thing, and God can do extraordinary things through you. A young salesman was disappointed about losing a big sale. And as he talked with his sales manager, he lamented, I guess it just proves you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. The manager replied, son, take my advice. 
Your job is not to make him drink. Your job is to make him thirsty. So it is with evangelism. Our lives should be so filled with Christ that they create a thirst for the gospel. Living a simple life for Christ, that is how to live your best life every day. Thank you for listening to Journey in the Word devotionals. You can also reach us through our website, journeyintheword.com. We would love to hear from you. Please leave a comment, subscribe, or follow us on social media. We want to get God's message of hope to every person and expand our reach as far as possible. So please share this podcast with others. We hope you have a wonderful week and determine right now to live your best life every day. We'll see you next time for Journey in the Word devotional.